0: Grace and peace to you from God and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome home, children of God, welcome home. Friends, this Sunday is a bit different. The elders are here at True and as we test the procedures and the processes for conducting short services of reflection beginning on the 26th of July. There will be two services, one at 9.15 and again at 10.30. These are not instead of our online worship services, but in addition to. Over the coming weeks, we'll explore what it is to gather safely in person, even as we continue to worship together online. The way forward will be different. It may be difficult, but it must be safe. Therefore, we realize that many will choose to wait before returning to worship. Yet we'll continue to gather here, in the presence of God, online or in person, with services that mirror one another as a sign of our unity in Christ. For as long as our hearts are united in Christ, our heads and our bodies don't have to be. So let us worship God. In the beginning, O God... You shaped our souls and set their weave. You formed our bodies and gave them breath. Renew us this day in the image of your love. O great God, grant us your light. O great God, grant us your joy this day. And let us be made whole in the wellspring of your health. In your gracious name we pray, amen.
1: This is Psalm 115. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. Why should the nations say, where is their God? Our God is in the heavens and He does whatever He pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths but do not speak, eyes but do not see, they have ears but do not hear, noses but do not smell, they have hands but do not feel, feet but do not walk, they can't make a sound in their throat. Those who make them are like them. So are all who trust in them. O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. The Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. May the Lord give you increase, both you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord, who made heaven and earth. The heavens are the Lord's heavens, but the earth he has given to human beings. The dead do not praise the Lord, nor do any that go under silence. But we will bless the Lord from this time and forevermore. Praise the Lord.
2: Today's reading is from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 13, reading from verse 1 to 9 and verse 18 to 23. That same day Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea, and great crowds gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat there, and the whole crowd stood on the beach. The sower... They withered away. Other seeds fell upon thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. Verse 18. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. And when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is he who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the delight in riches choke at the word, and it proves unfruitful. As for what was sown on good soil, this is he who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: Seeing Van Gogh's painting of the sower up close is to see the textures of the paint rippling, wave-like along the canvas. You can almost feel the fever of the brush, the madness of the moment you get the sense that his art was born of his own inner agitation. Because the story goes that Van Gogh never saw a sower in the field, but he stole the image. He appropriated the form from Millier. You can see the commonalities between the two pieces. But Van Gogh rejects the rules of the day. He embraces the cycle of life, the power of the sun, the vastness of the field, and in his passion... The image moves with an impatient grace. So feverish, so urgent was his muse that Van Gogh would put, without any thought whatsoever, toxic paint into his mouth, so engrossed with giving substance to his mind's eye, he abandoned all the conventions and even his own safety, throwing out the rules. Today's parable leaves us with an inner agitation And we ripple from one image to the next, wriggling and wondering where we land in these difficult words of Jesus. To be sure, faith is at times unsettling. And Jesus paints for us a problematic picture for anyone who would brag in their faith. Faith is hard. And many are the distractions that pull us away. Psalm 115 addresses the difficulty of our faith. It juxtaposes the dynamic, steadfast freedom of God's love with the pervasiveness of the idols that bind us and blind us, shutting down our hearts and our heads to God within and God all around. Ours is a God in the heavens, it says, and God does whatever God wants. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths but do not speak, eyes but do not see. They have ears but do not hear, noses but do not smell. They have hands but do not feel, feet but do not walk. They make no sound in their throats. And the next verse is as beautiful as it is stark. Those who make them are like them, and so are all who trust in them. O Israel, trust in the Lord. It pulls me up short. Those who make them are like them. How often do we shut ourselves off with the idols that we make for ourselves? How often are we trapped by cages of our own creation? The fear that can blind us, the hate that can bind us. Those who make them are like them. Yet God calls us to hear, to perceive the grace that is cast all around us. In making sense of today's gospel, it is the image of the sower to which I am so strongly drawn, the arm casting grace far and wide, love thrown not indiscriminately, but unreservedly. To keep our sight set on the sower is to see love poured out for the world, grace enough for us all. Don't be tempted to worry if you are on rocky ground or fertile soil. Keep your eyes on the sower, for there is no shortage of grace. Don't be worried about the crows in the sky or the sun beating down. There is no famine of love and there is nowhere finally that God's grace does not meet us, that God's love does not shine. Now, the idols of this world will promise us silver and gold, certainty and sanity, control and power. Those idols are finally as blind as those who mold them. So do not be fooled. Do not be blinded by fear. Don't be bound by hate. The sower is the one who casts far and wide and there is no shortage of grace, no famine of love. And even now, seeds are growing within you. Even now, seeds are rooting and weaving and will soon break through into the light of day and the flower of love and grace will bloom again. That is the light of love. That is the promise of the sower. That is the persistence of grace. Amen. Friends, let us pray. God of wanton grace and fragrant love, we give thanks for all the good gifts that you have showered upon us in creation, in each other, and especially in Christ. It is Christ's stories that help us see the world differently. Christ's life, who is the living embodiment of your love, and whose death was a seed, which is still bearing harvest. We pray then for farmers who work by night and day to produce the food that we eat. In those poor lands who struggle to survive, those in rich places who feel isolated and lonely, and those whose future is also insecure, O God, we lift up to you in prayer. You who scatters love as generously on your world as the farmer scattered seed on the land, we give thanks for all that enabled us to grow and thrive if we were fortunate in body, mind, and soul. We pray for children who do not have the future they need in early years, and for parents who cannot provide for what they did not know. So, O God of love, make up every deficit of our love, we pray, and enable us to be co-workers in this, your field. In an age when not just seeds are broadcast, but images and sound, news and opinions, helpful information and cruel lies, we give thanks for all the good and vital connections that social media has made possible. And so we pray for those who have been harmed by something with so much potential for good. We pray for young people concerned already about the future of the planet, about their future, who now must be wondering even more what sort of life lies ahead for them and their children. And we pray for older people forced to question all that they thought was secure. May we find security and our hope in you, whose love is in all and for all and available always in plentiful supply. So we're bold to pray. As Christ Jesus taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And now the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be and abide with us all, now and beyond forever. Amen.